wish to die, please raise their hands. Everybody, welcome back to Nightmares and Chill. I am your host, Eddie Olivares. And I'm Jennifer Proles. Welcome back to a podcast where we discuss one iconic horror movie and one true crime story and bring them, them together. together. We're going to get that in sync one day. God willing. In sync. Were you team in sync or team Backstreet Boys? Neither. Okay, moving on. Wait, in mm, sync. Okay. I bought their Ooh, You guys, CD. I thought this was going to be the last time we did a podcast together. Sorry. All right. So, Jennifer, what are we discussing today? What are we talking about? Do you want to give a hint? Maybe a certain sound from the movie? Oh, yeah. Should we do it together? I'll let you. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys. Did you get scared? I kind of got scared, honestly. I was like, <laughs> That noise is it's different now. It's not. Yeah, it's very. Just, we're not. <laughs> if, <laughs> that's so true. It's like they're like, are they discussing RuPaul? Like, I, we are not discussing drag queens. Not today. We are discussing hereditary. We are discussing hereditary. Now, you guys. Eric, have you seen it? No. Oh, damn. Oh, my God, Eric. Well, he's in for a. You know rough what? One. We need to start just a little backstory on how we do these episodes. I end up probably. Watching the movie, because we've done so many. <laughs> right. What I've done is I've watched the movie the night before we record to kind of like bring back some some memories. Right. Because I actually, watching the movie, there's a lot of things that I forgot that happened. There's a lot in this movie. A lot. This movie lot. is so long, so spooky, that I literally, I started watching it around 1.30 in the morning last night. Or this morning. And I kind of freaked out and I stopped watching it because I got a little spooked and I had to finish watching it hmm. this morning. <laughs> it's like three hours, right? Two and a half hours? It's like, okay, it's two hours and seven minutes. Oh, three. So yeah, three hours. Three enough. hours, you know. Math. Fine. But it is pretty long. Yeah. But, oh my God, is it a great movie. It, yeah, it is. It's that movie we watched, we were both a little... It like rocked our world for it, a good. Well, actually, three months. Oh, let's kind of no. go into some some scandal. Let's start it off right away. I saw this movie for the first time with one of my other friends. She's not here, Victoria. What? A scandal on it? No. A, and let me tell you how this viewing ended. Me and Victoria watched it, and. We were so shook by it. At one point, we got so scared during the movie. There's a scene that wasn't even scary. It's, oh, by the way, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, I'm going to be spoiling the shit out of it. I'm not going to talk about it in order. So I'm going to spoil things right from the beginning. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime and then come back and listen to this. Or maybe just listen to this because who gives a fuck about spoilers, you know? Right. It's been out long enough. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's also A24's highest grossing oh, really? movie. So I think you guys have seen that. I thought Midsummer would have beat it for mm -hmm. sure. Wow. People liked Hereditary. Actually, I don't know. Wow. Maybe Midsummer did beat it. Mm, I don't but know. But from what I read, Hereditary is number one. I'm not that surprised, but. 
Me either. So the first time I watched this movie, I watched it with my friend Victoria and we were so shook by it. Like at one point we got so scared and then we started laughing at each other because oh, no. we were so scared. I had to walk out of the theater. And then by the end of the movie, I look over and my friend is literally crying. Tears are coming out of her eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, that movie was so ugly. Oh, it, I, it, is, it rough. is. It's rough. And so the next day. So Jennifer. Oh, so then Jennifer goes to see it. This is back when we were working at Hot Topic. Yikes. So Jennifer goes to see it. And I'm so excited for her to come to work the next day because I'm like, I can't wait to talk to her about Hereditary. I know she's going to like tell me like how spooky it was. I'm like, girl, what did you think? What did you say? <laughs> okay. I don't, what did I say? I think I said like, it was all right. Or like, it was whatever. I was devastated. Listen, I. It was like she told me that like, you know what? I don't know. What's another iconic, like The Little Mermaid is not a good Disney movie. <laughs> I was like, what? what are you talking about? And this is the first time where I was like, wow, maybe like we're not meant to be like best friends okay listen i watched it probably in the worst setting this bitch went to go see hereditary in a drive-in theater listen i saw the um <laughs> i saw spider-man homecoming in a drive in theater and it was the worst experience so of my life you're just as guilty yeah okay but i had seen it in a regular movie theater beforehand i'm not gonna go see a oh. movie for the first time in a drive-in theater okay can i explain yes please i would love to know <laughs> what made you go see like this really Listen, scary movie okay when i watched the trailer mm -hmm. ron and i we were just kind of like okay this looks cool we didn't really know what it what we knew but you know the trailer was kind of i don't know, left you left you thinking a little bit sure okay <laughs> So it was the drive-in, and that happened to be playing, so we just happened to go watch it that night. It wasn't like, oh, let's go see it at the drive-in. It just happened to be playing when we wanted to go. It is. So, But listen, I watched it again with you yes, we and watched Victoria. It again at, yes, the girl who cried at the first story that I mentioned. She threw a, like a little Halloween movie party, yeah. and that was the movie we ended up watching. And Jen? I was in love. She loved it. I Her official review great. was, oh, that movie was spicy. <laughs> oh, no. The birth of spicy <laughs> on this spicy. podcast. No, I thought it was very good. I was kind of like, damn, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's it's that, freaking good. Yeah, that drive-in just did not. Don't ever see a movie for the first time in a drive-in, guys. Um, it's not good. What? The Meg. <laughs> <laughs> wait is that that shark movie oh yes ma'am i haven't seen it don't you're not it's okay <laughs> okay i'll tell you later is that our next podcast yes the meg how many true crime stories do you think there are with sharks involved um well jaws was a documentary wasn't it okay guys moving on we're not gonna bring up steven spielberg again in this episode right? oh my god guys he did not direct this movie sorry that uh... it was directed by daddy ari aster Okay. I think he is a genius among us. Okay, yeah. I, no, I, I... He is so good. Oh, and by the way, what? describe your outfit for us, okay. please. I'm setting the mood. Setting the mood for you guys. We have, we're in a dark room. The candle is lit. Gross. I am wearing a hereditary shirt sponsored by... Uh, <laughs> just kidding. No. I wish. If you guys want to sponsor this podcast, I have spent so much money on your clothing so please email us at nightmares and chill podcast email us yeah for like business references or whatever oh, what email oh, i honestly made that email oh. for us 
Plot twist, bitch. Okay. <laughs> you making money moves. I really did. I was drunk at I like 2 a.m. when I said, what if someone steals the email nightmare, oh, Nightmares and Podcasts? You're right. You know what that reminds me of? Nightmares chill. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I don't um, know the name of our podcast. That reminds me of, I think I told you, I read an article that uh, Kris Jenner, she makes Instagrams oh, for yeah. all the kids. So they have like Stormy Webster, like Dream Kardashian. They all have Fucking legit. Genius. Yeah, that's pretty smart. So they all have their handles when they're ready for Instagram. Good for her. Okay, so I think let's just jump right into it. Let's do it. I have some notes here, guys. They're probably not going to be as cohesive as the last episode. That's a joke because that last episode was everywhere. But was it? <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. Highlights from that were Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. King of the Hill, King of the Hill, Britney Spears, and Riverdale. That's it. <laughs> Moving on to her. We're not doing this to you guys again. Don't worry. Oh, what? <laughs> so, yeah. So, starting off the episode, this is some heavy stuff. If you're triggered by family stuff, there's decapitation, there is satanic what? rituals. Satanic panic possession. is alive and well. I cannot stand her, you guys. Um, if you. Do you have, know what satanic panic is? What it was? I'm too scared. Oh, you're going to learn today, sweetie pie, when I start talking. I thought it was like a hair dye sold at Hot Topic. That's manic panic. Okay, moving on. I won't get one half off. <laughs> We're also sponsored by Hot Topic. Can you imagine? We, we get clings and merch. <laughs> They're like, who the fuck are, what the fuck are they talking Funko, about? Funko, call us. We're on the hot cash. Oh my God, we're a two-pack. <laughs> we, we're, an ex- we're exclusive to Spencer's. <laughs> They don't have pop. They did. Remember the Fortnite pops? We talk Were about you working? We don't talk about. It. Yes, I would. <sighs> okay. Hereditary. We're we're getting off track. We need to reel it in because this is a lot. So anyway, if it's too much for y'all, suck it up and listen to us because we need the views. Love that. Okay, so going in, camera work is ten out of ten. Music audio legendary. Eric must have done it. Yeah, pretty pretty up there. No, this I mean this movie is not your typical horror movie. It no. is directed so well. Like it is a movie that I think you can watch over and over again and you can find so many things that you missed, so many so many awesome things. So yes. really guys, I can't recommend this movie enough. Okay. So we're introduced to the family at this funeral for their grandmother, Annie, who's the mom in the movie played by the spectacular Tony Collette. I can literally do a whole podcast on Tony Collette, and I do plan on it. Wait, when? Next episode? When I have my own separate podcast about Tony Collette, where I talk about Tony Collette for an hour and a half. Eric, if I find out you're helping him with that podcast, you're done. Eric has, we already have the email. It's called Tony Collette Podcast. Little Miss Sunshiners. Oh my God, what a cute fucking name. I'm writing that down. If one of you bitches steal that name, I'm sending payment The director hates that movie, by the way. Did you know that? Little Miss Sunshine? Uh-huh. The director of Little Miss Sunshine? No. Hereditary. Was his name Ari Aster? No, he doesn't. He hates that movie. Do you know why? The characters, he said he can see through them. They're <laughs> not like, he hates that movie. I mean, he's not wrong. I read it. I love that movie. I love that movie too. Don't get me wrong. Ari Aster, we got beef yeah, with you. He hates it. Meet us outside the treehouse, 11 p.m. Oh, God. Wear your fucking crown. So anyway, grandma's dead. Yep. Sounds like she was a real bitch because no one's really sad about it. Tony Collette's talking about how she's like, I don't know who any of y'all bitches are. Can you imagine going to like a relative's funeral and seeing a bunch of strangers there? Yeah, that's wild. 
That's so scary to think about. Yeah. But that's what happens. We see Charlie eating some chocolate. Oh, as she does. Looks so good every time she takes a little bite. I'm like, oh, what chocolate is that? She's eating a Hershey's bar, which... It's Hershey. I know. I'm kind of... First of all, Charlie, why are you eating a plain Hershey's chocolate bar? Be, well, we know why. <laughs> we know why. So she's eating a chocolate bar. Dad goes, there better, there better not be peanuts in that thing. And then Tony Collette comes out right after and she goes, are those peanuts in that chocolate bar? We don't have the EpiPen. How are you not going to bring the EpiPen to a funeral? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's their funeral. They know that they're not going to be like peanuts served there. It just seems very like. But I would bring that everywhere, everywhere. I go. Just carry, carry it in your purse. Right. Like, what do you mean that you like don't have that tampon? This is also, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Oh my God, she's singing. Spoiler alert. This is mo one of many times where they don't have the fucking EpiPen on them. So annoying. So, oh, I, <laughs> I have written down these kids look like they smell. <laughs> I Aww. they do they do so because so Tony oh. Collette's character is waiting in the car and the dad goes to wake up Peter and he's like get up and then he goes to wake up Charlie who's sleeping in the damn treehouse they're already dressed for the funeral so you yeah. know these kids just put on their clothes yeah. right away didn't even brush them teeth didn't brush their hair they look greasy and stinky as hell so that there's that just so you guys know thank God for that detail so oh, okay so this is really cool so the next shot. Mm -hmm. You see all of them doing something artistic. Spicy. Why is that important, you ask? Well, let me tell you. The demon payment can teach all arts and sciences and other secret things. So he's a really big art guy. So King Payment went to like theater school. When we're introduced to when the new scenes is Annie working on her um, upcoming project. She's an artist. She does like miniature scales. Of, the model yeah, yeah of stuff so yeah. right now she has like a big show coming up in about six and a half months according to the husband steve and then it cuts to charlie who's working on a little toy and charlie um creates like toys and things out of like random stuff she finds in the house and she's also she also draws like she draws things from her life really great drawings they're pretty good i couldn't draw like that did you ever draw when you were little uh, yeah but nothing no nothing like worth stick talking figures? about i mean yeah but i would try to draw actual body parts but nothing that i thought i was going to be an artist oh i knew i was going to be nothing so we're good uh, okay well <laughs> and then peter is playing guitar which i didn't notice the first time watching it and then like hearing about how payment is like the arts guy oh, like it's really cool like just details yeah. like that are like what really make this movie so impressive oh. so all of that's happening we have Annie, who uh going through some of her mom's stuff in boxes mm -hmm. and kind of she finds a note, like a letter written by her mom telling her that she's sorry for all the things that are about to happen. But just know that all the sacrifices will be worth it. So and she's like, what the hell is going on? What a weird thing to find. Like what? Like what? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even know what I would do. I don't know either. Not a fun time. No. And that's when we see like our first real jump scare in the movie. She like turns off the lights and you see like the mom's silhouette in the corner oh, of the room. Oh, yeah. And it is so yeah. subtly scary. And that's what this, this whole movie is. It's very like subtle. Yes. And it's it's kind of like a shock value to it. Yeah. But it's not cheesy. It's yeah. like you're like, oh, yeah. My none God. of these. There's no jump scares in this. Yes. And maybe there's like two, but they're not really like jump scares. Right. Nothing seems like it's forced in here. Like yeah. we're going to try and get these people to get scared. 
we jump back to the kids at school and a pigeon flies into the window. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's making a little toy. She's taking a test, but she's working on a toy. The teacher calls her out. She's like, girl, you know, fucking do your test. And there's a shot of scissors. So we're like, okay, smoking gun theory. You know what that is? No. So smoking gun theory is that if you see a gun in the first act of the movie, you're going to see it in the third act of the movie, which we kind of do. I didn't know that. I was just testing you. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She actually taught me. So Charlie goes, grabs these damn scissors, goes to the dead pigeon. Oh, spoiler alert. The pigeon fucking rams into the window, dies. Charlie ends up cutting its head off. Like your sweater. Yes, I got the pigeon on my shirt. Decapitated. Decapitated pigeon. Is that a good band name? I was thinking the same thing. The, tap, the decapitated Eric's pigeons. Kind of agreed. Not bad. We start a band tomorrow. <laughs> Guys, tune in next episode when we <laughs> promote our, our band. Single. <laughs> our new single. It's called EpiPen. Oh my God. She's full of good ideas today. Yeah. I'm still making a podcast called Little Miss Sunshine. And our CD <laughs> smells like chocolate. Okay, we don't have the budget. No. I draw the line there. It's I'll, too much. I'll figure it out. Okay, so then we're kind of like, all right, there's something up with Charlie. You know, she's she's not all there. Yeah, she's a spooky bitch. She's a spooky bitch. She's played by Millie Shapiro, who, I mean... Killed ev- it. The acting in this movie is incredible. Everyone yeah. is their A-game. Mm-hmm. It's truly crazy that there was no Oscar buzz because this movie is critically acclaimed for the acting. Yes. Okay, so we get right into the... The big juicy part of this movie, Peter gets invited to a party. He wants to go. Him and his mom are kind of like bickering. You can see that there's like a rough relationship between the two. Mm-hmm. We don't know why yet. Later on, we find out. But there's something going on. Him and his mom, they're not they're not close. And he's kind of always giving her attitude. How are you? How was your relationship with your parents in like high school? Um, I think it was fine. Yeah. I don't remember ever like hating them or. Did they let you go to parties? Yeah, they were pretty lenient. Um, mm. I think because they knew that I was I was a good kid. I was mm-hmm. too scared to do same anything because I respect my parents that much, and I was like, I'm not gonna yeah. break that. One hundred percent. So I think they trusted me. So there was I don't know. It was it was good. I was the exact same way. I was allowed to do and go to whatever party or friend's house that I yeah. wanted to go to because even if there was like alcohol served there, they knew that I wouldn't drink. Same. Or that I would call them. Yeah. But. That's not the case here. Annie says, why don't you invite your sister? Oh, well, he doesn't even tell his mom that it's a party. He tells her that it's a school function, like a school barbecue. barbecue, yeah. And she goes, well, then invite your sister. And I think that is so annoying. Did you ever have to take your brother anywhere? No. No. And we had different groups of friends. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't think he would want to go with me. Like when I was a little bit older, yeah, we were into the same music and stuff. But mm-hmm. in high school, no. no. And we were pretty, we're close now. But I feel like in high school, it was like, you do your thing, I'll do mine. And right. I'll, I'll see you at home. Which is normal. Yeah. So he's kind of like, do I have to? He's kind of like, mom, come on. I'm trying to like get late or something. I don't know. He wants to see, he has a crush. Yeah. His crush is going to be there. He's going to impress her with some dank weed that he has. Yeah. That's pretty good. In high school, having some dank weed. Yeah, if you were that kid, you were You were fucking popping. And even Charlie's like, Mom, I don't want to go. Right. But she makes him take her to the party. She wanted to go hang out in the attic with a space heater. Yep. And just cut heads off of birds. cut heads. That's all she, well, you know what? That's a great Saturday, I mean, it's not the worst Saturday. I mean, it's a it's a chill, relaxing. It's a choice. Little arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, sign me the fuck up. Honestly, at this point, I would love to have that kind of Saturday. Okay. So they end up going. It ends up being spoiler alert. Spo- what? <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> it ends up being a bad idea because <laughs> they get to that party. We see a scene of some woman or some girl, high schooler, chopping up some peanuts. Oh, yes. Oof, we know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen, but Charlie doesn't know yet. Peter doesn't know yet. So she's kind of like, I don't know anybody here. And he goes, Peter goes, well, go get some cake, girl. And she's like, oh. It's like this big, like, chocolate big ass chocolate. Mess. It's a good-ass like looking cake. Like the Matilda looking, Oh, right? my God, totally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you say that on purpose? What? Matilda? Yes. Okay, do you know who Millie Shapiro played on Broadway? No. Matilda. No. Yes, she did, girl. <laughs> I saw that on Broadway. No, wait. Is that Broadway? Yes, you saw oh, Matilda yeah, on Broadway. Did. did you see Charlie? Do you have the playbill still? No. Oh. Wait, I don't know if it was her. I don't think it was her. Wow. Guys, full circle. Yeah, dude. I went by myself, just like her at this party. I saw the touring cast of that wow. musical. Yeah, so. it, was, it was a lot. I was like, I'm into this. So anyway really weird that you said that because Millie Shapiro played Matilda on Broadway. So she ends up getting a piece of cake. A big. A big ass piece of cake. And literally from the first bite, she's like making all these faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know something's going to happen. She goes, she gets water. Peter is smoking some pot with the hot girl and her friends. And he gets interrupted by Charlie, who's like, breathing hard heavily and she's like i don't feel good i feel like i can't breathe and he's like oh damn so they like get the fuck out of there he's driving hella fast and he's high as hell he's too. Hi- yeah he's high as hell he's his sister's in the back seat like <gasps> that scene was just just imagine i don't know being her in that moment like how yeah scary like your throat slowly just shutting and just like oh my god i don't even know what i would do first of all are you allergic to anything no no i don't have any allergies either well i kind of have like a mild allergy to cats oh i'm so sorry you're too roman in this house i know and i kind of feel like i can't breathe a little bit really no i have a cat and i'm a little allergic to him but i also don't give a fuck because i think they're so cute yeah. No, I'm I'm good. Well, good for you. That's not the case for Charlie. She oh. is allergic to some damn peanuts. She can't breathe. He's driving. She pops her head out the window to get some air in. And there is an animal on the road. I watched the movie. It was dark in my room. Mm-hmm. I can't tell what animal it is. Is it a cow? I don't remember. A deer? I don't remember. A monkey? That's it. A monkey. There's a monkey in the middle of the road and he swerves past a pole. And the most jarring scene in any scary movie that I have ever seen in my life happens. This 13-year-old girl's head gets ripped the fuck off her body. And it happens pretty early on in the movie. So you're just kind of like, like, whoa. And then you kind of think, well, what else are they going to do? They're like, this movie is not safe. This is... I, I was so shook. Yeah. I, I watched this movie. Unexpected. With, I watched this movie with my dad and we were watching it and I like couldn't wait. I wish I had recorded his reaction because it was so good. That scene happens. Her head pops off and he goes, O-M-G. I said, dad, why did you just say O-M-G? And he said, because those are the only words I could think of right now. Oh, hey, those are, it's And accurate. those were some O-M-G moments. I was oh, shookity yeah. shook. Then that scene, Peter is at this. Can you imagine accidentally killing your sibling? Oh my God. No, I would. Kill uh, yourself. No, 
I would want to die in that moment. Yeah. And having to tell my parents, like, oh, hey. Oh, my God. Nick's, Nick's donezo. I'm sorry, <laughs> mom. Like, what would I do? I don't I don't even know. I don't I'd even know. I mean, he'd be gone to us. Okay, whatever. But, like, me, oh I'd be so God. sad. Just kidding. Love you. Well, unlike Jennifer, my... <laughs> I would not be able to live with myself. I don't even know what I would do. It's the scariest. Like, I was thinking about it last night because I was thinking of, like, things to ask you. And I was like, oh, yeah. my God. what? A, I don't even want to put that out. And so we're knocking on some wood. So he kills his sister. She's dead. Her body's in the back seat of the car. Her head is somewhere on the 405. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> the 405. The 405. Can you imagine? You just see Charlie's head. And you're like, fuck, I'm late to work because of a head. Oh, my God. Sometimes it'd be like that. In LA, you're not going to stop for a decapitated head. Oh, no, you're no, not. You're like, I got to go. Like, that sucks. I got to go. Yeah. So he's there. He's sitting in his car. The look, the, that scene is so ugly. I remember. He drives back home. He walks into the house, goes straight to bed, doesn't tell his mom, Nothing. doesn't tell his dad. Nothing. The next day, you see him wide awake in bed. He did not close his eyes. He did not get any sleep. And you hear the mom be like, okay, I'm going to go to the store, blah, blah, blah. And it's just the whole scene is just on Peter's face. She's walking to the car. She opens the car door and she's, she's like, oh, that smell. Or she makes a comment about yeah, it. Yeah. And then the most horrifying scream mm-hmm. by any actress. It was pretty it's, bad. I still, it's ingrained in my head. Because it sounded so real. It's so, it's prime acting. Like, it, it was, yeah, you're screaming, just... I, She's screaming, oh my god, my baby. And then it jumps to her being consoled by her husband. Screaming, I want to die. I feel like dying. It is so fucking sad. Can you imagine? No. No. And to think, like, why... He was like, why do you say something? Like, why do you tell somebody? Well, he's like in shock. I, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Like, I mean, how would I react? I don't, yeah, I don't know. You don't know until you're in that. But no. that, yeah. But to go to your car the next morning, like, oh, I'm going to go about my day. And that's in your backseat. Absolutely horrendous. Abs- no, I'm clocking out. No. I'm clocking. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I don't know how I would have handled any of that. No. But it's not fun. Oh, and I guess um, some things to mention beforehand is Annie has been um, going to a, I guess like a group therapy or like a... Yeah, it's kind of like an AA type mm-hmm. thing, but for people who have lost who family lost members. lost family members yeah. because her brother killed himself. Yes. Her brother went crazy and started talking... Little talk- Miss Sunshine. Oh my, oh my God, yeah, her brother tries to kill wow. himself in that movie. Michael Scott, right? That's who it was? Okay. Yeah, gay Michael Scott. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Iconic. Yep. We love LGBT. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so she's going to these meetings, um, and she's talking about how her brother died, and that he before he died, he kept mentioning how his mom is trying to put people inside of him, and it's kind of like, oh, shit. Oh, shit is correct oh, shit for this is movie. correct. So then after that, Annie starts sleeping in the treehouse. Um they're not they're not having a good time. Nobody's doing Nobody. well. Nobody. The dad is kind of like, my wife has lost it. My son is depressed. Uh, Peter's having, like, episodes at school. Annie is still driving the same car. Girl, sell that car. Yeah, I would have There's no way the in hell my baby died in the car, and I'm still driving that car. And they got a big-ass house. They got money. She an artist. Oh, 100%. She could totally trade that car in. 
So I thought that was odd because there's no way you can catch me driving that car. Yeah, that house is humongous. Huge house. Huge. Beautiful house. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Annie going back to the AA meeting for loved ones. Mm-hmm. The group therapy, whatever. Yeah. It's not AA. Just <laughs> <laughs> same, same setting. They're like, damn, I lost someone and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic. No, she is not. So she goes back. Um, she meets, or well, she's met Joan the first time. She meets Joan again. Ooh, Miss Joan. Miss Joan, girl. Oh, Handmaid's she... Tale fame. Spooky. She's a spooky bitch. So they go there. There's some things going on. We find out that Annie sleepwalks and tried to um, kill Peter once. Her son. Little side note. With some paint thinner. She spilled some paint thinner on him, tried to light his ass up, and it's not going well. They're now, that's kind of why we find out that there's like tension between them uh-huh. because his mother fucking tried to kill him. Yep. Then the most iconic scene of Tony Collette's career happens. Her monologue at the kitchen table where she's like, I am your mother. <gasps> oh my God. My God. God best dude. acting. I, yeah. I still. Watched that movie. I watched it again last night, and I was so shook by how good she is in that. She blows up on Peter. They fight, and they're not fun. And that dinner looked really good, by the way. I know. What are they eating? Like some chicken? I don't know, but the dad made it, and I was yeah, and he, none of them really ate it. And I'm like, oh. except for Peter, he's like, oh, well, that's kind of like what kicks oh, it off. He's like, right. this mo- this dinner's really good, Dad. And then Tony Collette takes it as like offense, and he's just like, you got something to say, Mom? Step up. And then she steps the fuck up. Let he me said tell it you, just like that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's what was said. True. So, I think, did I skip some things? Um, I don't think so. The dinner. All of that happens. paint dinner. Joan invites Annie oh, to come over. Yeah. And she's like, I need you to come over. This is going to sound crazy, but I talked to my grandson, my dead grandson. Mm-hmm. And Annie's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they go do a seance. Just a little seance. Just a little seance. She's Nothing got a chalkboard. Crazy. She's like, if you're here, grandson, right, grandma? I hey love girl, you. I love you. Yeah. Just like that. I think it was grandma, hey, girl. Yeah. I love hey, you, Hey, girl, B. I love you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she conjures that little bitch up. Mm-hmm. He moves some glasses. He writes on the chalkboard. Yep. Annie is freaked the fuck out. As expected. I would, I guess. Would you, who would you, would you ever do that? Would you ever, like, try and summon somebody? I mean, luckily, no you one close. Lost yes, yeah. I haven't lost. I, but you know what? Honestly, I can see in that desperation of sure. wanting to talk to your kid again. I would conjure up my dogs. I f- oh I oh I know hundred percent. I feel like if, I mean maybe my grandma. Love you too, grandma. Oh yes, but my dogs, of course. No, I'll conjure them. Up. I get it. I just I feel like in that moment of desperation of wanting to talk to them and you miss them so much. I feel like I would, even though in my mind I'm like, oh, it's not gonna work. But just that little yeah. chance of hope to Have talk to them. Have you ever tried to do it? No. I did. I bet you did. Tell In us about it. In middle school, with two of my best friends, Christine, some other person, <laughs> Josie. Hey, girl. Ooh, other person. No, no, no. We're, we just, <laughs> we're not as close, but. I'm just kidding. But we try to conjure up Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I have no idea. Of all the of people. All people. Marilyn like, we could have conjured Monroe. up Selena. Oh, Selena. We could have conjured up. David oh. Bowie. Oh, wait, he wasn't no, dead he yet. He was not dead yet. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my but god! But the day that David Bowie did die, 
Oh my god, it was the hardest day of my life. I'm so sorry. I called out of work. I bet. I you did. know what? Like, who would? Gwen Stefani. It, oh my god, when Gwen Stefani Do not put dies, that out there. Don't talk to me for a week. I will be. I'm done. Yeah, I feel it. Them celebrity deaths is hard. Yeah, but we try to conjure up Marilyn Monroe in the front yard. The front, in the front yard. yard of her parents' house. We burn some paper. <laughs> I try to do a little like witchcraft spells in like middle school, <laughs> like write your hopes and dreams in Berdundrick. I don't know, like dumb stuff like that. It didn't work. Guess what? It never worked. <laughs> I, you got me for a little bit. I was like, oh my God. Like, oh, crush up rose petals on your crush. Yeah. He never looked at me. Oh, I'm so sorry. No. Well, I'm looking at you now. Bro, you were a different. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Aaron Green. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Aaron Green. If you're out there, slide into Jen's DMs. Listen, I was in love in sixth grade with him. What? Did he know who I was? No, <laughs> not at all. You know what he's doing now? No. Let's conjure him up. He's still alive. Oh, okay. I mean, I think, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she done killed off Aaron Green. I'm so sorry, girl. Okay, so we conjuring up bitches left and right. I feel like I skipped some things, but you know what? We're just going to go with it. So Annie wants to do the seance too so she wakes up peter she wakes up the dad who i forgot the name of steve what did sure steve jobs okay it's not steve jobs steven spielberg <laughs> no not again <laughs> so she she goes she's like i'm gonna guys i'm gonna talk to charlie i'm gonna bring her out and she does there's fire involved. There's like knocking down of some things. Peter starts screaming, freaking out. And then she gets possessed by like Charlie and like her voice. She's like, mommy, I'm scared. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like this whole, it's another really ugly scene. Peter starts freaking out. He freaks out at school. He sees like this creepy reflection staring at him. Annie ends up destroying her work that she had been working on throughout the whole movie. Now there's, I think... The deadline and the end of the movie is like two months or maybe like a month away. I don't even remember. Yeah. She has like nothing done. Right. So all of this stuff is happening. She finds out that the notebook that Charlie had been like drawing on is like a link between herself. Because when she tries to burn it, she realizes that her arm starts burning. Mm. So some, some little things to know. Yes. She goes through her mom's belongings, learn that her mom's a cult leader. Just a little. Just a little cult little. leader. Just Grammys doing some cult action in the treehouse. That's why we find out. Can you imagine finding out your grandma's like a fucking satanic cult I'd leader? Like, why do you tell me? That's what I'm saying. But Grammy. Let's just keep that cult in mind for the connection later. Just oh, a little. Yeah, let's keep some cult little. in. We're going to talk about some creepy ass stuff, you guys. So Grammy's doing some cult shit. She, there's like a picture of her like with money raining on yes. her. Oh my God. Like I want that printed on a shirt. Okay. Oh my God. Seriously. My birthday's in a month. I'll tell um, Eric to get that started. <laughs> so all of that's happening. We find out that they praise this King Payman. Ooh, tell us about Payman. Let's Payment. get into some Payman talk. Ooh, Payman talk. So King Payman, like referenced earlier, he's some demon of like the arts and stuff like that he is uh, some manuscripts depict payment as a young woman has got a woman's face but still using masculine pronouns 
which is kind of funny because the whole movie payment is in Charlie the whole time, who is a girl. So Spoiler stuff alert. like that. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's good for bringing you like some riches. Like if you like pray to him, he, you know, you get some good shit out of it. I wouldn't recommend pay- praying to payment though. No. Just because there's a lot of decapitation involved and like who has the time? It's just really messy. It's a lot of work. I'm not trying, you know, like I'm fine praying to, I don't know, someone else. Lady Gaga? Yeah. Honestly, if Lady Gaga had a cult, I might join. Oh, we know. I'm just saying. So all of that happens. Peter gets possessed at school. Fucking creepy scene breaks his own damn nose. That actor, Alec, Alex Wolf, actually wanted to like do all his own stunts. He wanted to break his own fucking nose. Yeah. He asked it against a real desk, right? He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. And they're... Just and they were like, like no. no, we don't got the budget. Yeah. Just send your ass to the hospital. Hell no. The desk was um foam, right? Yeah. And I guess he said it still hurt. Yeah, it yeah. still fucking hurt. And yeah. he, he I mean, he was like he he actually did method acting for this role. He lived as Peter. Wow. Pretentious. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of method acting. We know. I'm not a fan. Oh, we knew that. We all knew that. Mm-mm. So then we find that uh, Annie finds her mom's body in the attic. Yep. Oh, because in the beginning of the movie, they get a call. The dad gets a call being like, hey, something's iffy about yes. the the body. They can't find it. And he's like, what the fuck? Didn't, doesn't he just say the word exhumed? Yeah, exhumed. And they're just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that the body is in the attic. It's been rotting. A bunch of flies flying around it. Oh, so scary. A messy sight. A messy sight. Annie uh, ends up freaking out and is like, oh my God, it's all because of me. You, ne- I need to die in order for all of this to stop. Annie is not okay. She is. Annie, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? No. Do you think Michael Jackson knew about this movie? <laughs> no, not a chance <laughs> He's in like, hell. Ari Aster talked to him. He said, mm, hey. They held a seance. <laughs> And he said her name's going to be Annie. Oh, another celebrity death, y'all. Wait, what? We were talking about celebrity death. It was a joke. <laughs> Michael Jackson died. I know. I was like, is he not dead? He is dead. <laughs> I clearly remember that motherfucker. I remember died. when he died. I, where were you? In the, my bedroom over here. My old Ooh. bedroom. And my dad um, had it on the TV. And he's like, well. And that was all he said. And I was like, well, what? What, <laughs> 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 <But> what? <laughs> I went to a friend's party that night, and it was kind of like a bummer because like Michael Jackson was dead. Was like, Yikes! Damn. Yeah, it was. I'm just... like, damn, that sucks. Your birthday's on the anniversary of Michael Jackson's death. Me, it's um Amy Winehouse. <gasps> she died on my 21st birthday. Wow. I was on the Golden Gate Bridge when I found out, and Ooh. I said, "What a bummer." Yeah. That is so sad. R.I.P. Amy. R.I.P. Michael. Yes. And R.I.P. Annie's mom. <laughs> All the celebrities. So Annie now. So Annie. Oh, so she asks him to burn the book, her husband. And he's like, Annie, I'm calling the cops. This has gone on too long. I'm not going to keep feeding into your mental illness or whatever. She's like, no. So she grabs the book out of his hand. She throws it into the fire. Bitch doesn't burn. Her husband burns up. Yep. He's dead. I remember that. Motherfucking dead. Then this fully brings on the spirit. Annie is possessed aft. She is chasing Peter all over the house. She's fucking like knocking her head onto oh, attic doors. That was nasty. Yeah, scenes. that was a lot. Peter makes his way to the attic and he finds his mom. Oh, so he runs away. He's like, "Mom, leave me alone." Whatever. He ends up hiding in the ha- attic and he hears like this 
sound and you're like what the fuck is that the shot zooms up and it's annie fucking just cutting her head off her body and the most like disturbing like scene like i remember seeing that and being like tony no yeah it was she's too talented don't cut off her head <laughs> and she's like and it then, was really gross. and he's like ah oh and then in the corner of that you see some naked ass old yes. people in the corner of the attic and you're like what the fuck is going on throughout the whole movie there's like People smiling at Charlie, like strangers smiling at yeah. Peter. Yeah. Because we find out that they're cult members. Yeah. And, and not like friendly, cute smiles. No, they're These like, are like creepy, I, like almost like pedophilic. I know. Like, yeah. Like it's so ugly. Yeah. And we're like, oh, damn. Okay. So they're cult members. Peter jumps out the motherfucking window. Do you think he's dead? Well, I've, I've seen it. Okay. Well, I know. <laughs> yes, clearly. There's a lot of like theories that like he dies, oh, but no. his body's possessed by payment. I don't think he's dead. Either. I don't think he's dead. No. So he gets up, he walks to the tree house, and then Tony Collette's headless body flies to the tree house. Oh God! I yep. Iconic. <laughs> Truly iconic. There's <laughs> a body something. to fly around. It's Tony Collette's. Right. So we make up. We go up the tree house. We see Charlie's head on, like, this Jesus-looking, like, statue. You see all her toys. You see all these naked old people bowing to the shrine of Charlie. And then you see Mama's body, Mm -hmm. Charlie's body, and you see Tony Collette's body. Yes. All dead, all beheaded, all bowing down. Yeah. It is so ugly. And then who do we see? Fucking running the whole shebang. Miss Joan. Joan. Miss Joan wasn't just a stranger. No, man. She was mom. She was grandma's best friend. Mm-hmm. They were besties. That's like as that's like if we, one of us died, but we were in a cult. Right. Who's Joan? Who's the grandma? I think I'd be the grandma. I was going to say, I think I'm Joan because she yeah. has to have those acting skills. What does that mean? I'm talented. I'm no one's saying that you're not. No one. Yeah. That's so cute. Should we be Joan and the grandma from Hereditary for, for Halloween? Halloween? People are going to be like, who the fuck? <laughs> you just have no head. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Down. Joan is like talking. She's like, he's here. They want uh, they want a new body, a new vessel for payment to finally yeah. like go ahead. Yeah. And Peter is the body that they have all been waiting for. A little sexist. Mm-hmm. They said, Mm-mm, "Charlie's Just not good a little. enough. We want a man." So she starts hailing King Payman, and he is crowned king. Yep, king of what? I don't really know. I didn't do that much research. The cult, king of the cult, king of the hill, king of the cult. Ah! Love that tie-in. And that's it. That is the end of Hereditary. It yeah. is. It's a lot. It's a wild ride. It is so much to think about. I'm sure there are so many things that I skipped on, but we just don't have the time to go into a fully detailed Hereditary synopsis. But it is is not a fun time. I mean, it's a fun time, and it is yeah. not a fun time. So now. Okay, so. Now we're switching gears, going to the true crime portion of our podcast. We're keeping the cult theme alive in this episode with this story. Love that. This took place in Chicago in the early 80s when satanic panic was alive and well. Do you know what that is? Who is she? 
Who is she? Okay, not the stupid movie that came out. Oh my god. There's a movie called Satanic Panic. Yes, and it has the guy from Black Veil Brides in it. What? Yeah. It, yeah. We don't talk about that part. Okay. How the best to explain it? Okay, so Satanic Panic was basically any gory crime that happened in a town or any maybe like a murder, a, a like a gruesome crime scene, it was instantly blamed or had a they thought it was connected to Satanism or Satan or like a satanic cult must have done this. Gotcha. So there was just like this, oh my gosh, like Satan is taking over our towns kind of feeling. Wild. Yeah. He's a good guy to blame. Yeah. Right. <laughs> One case that kind of show this really well is the West Memphis three. That case I think got me into true crime. That case is satanic panic like to the T. These it was these three teenagers they all had long hair, listened to Metallica. They were like the odd guys out. So a murder happened in their town and they were instantly blamed based off of their appearance. But they didn't do it? I don't think so. Some people think they do, but the majority of people oh, don't think they did. Interesting. Yeah, I have my theory who I think it was, but that's for a later episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that case, look, that is satanic panic too. Yeah. But today's episode is not about that. Uh, we will not discuss the West Memphis three. Today. Gotcha. That, that's gonna be like a four part. That's a, that's <laughs> four a part that's mini-series. a lot. There's a good HBO documentary about it. It's like a three parter. It's called Lost in Paradise. I think it's it's really good. Okay. Anywho, tonight we will discuss the infamous Chicago Rippers. That a hockey team? No. Oh my god, no! But I thought the same thing. <laughs> Actually, there's a baseball team with the same name now. Shut the fuck but up. But not like, but like a minor league, nothing crazy. Oh, but I just, but I think like, ooh, do they know what their name is shared with? Ew. Yeah, the Chicago Rippers. <sighs> the name's kind of cool, I'm not going to lie. But these are the biggest pieces of shit I think I've ever heard. They're pretty bad. So they were a satanic cult, like I said, running the streets of Chicago in the early 80s. They were made up of four men. The grossest men I've ever, I don't know, they're just awful people and you will see why shortly i'm so scared yeah it's this is a rough one so like i said four men their leader was a gentleman named robin gecht at the time of the crimes he was 28 years old fun fact about him not fun sorry not not the word i want to <laughs> use a fact <laughs> just a fact um chicago is the home of a very famous serial killer do you know who he's probably like the top five serial killers in america like the worst of the worst Ghostface. Ghostface. no not that one um ted bundy john wayne gacy <gasps> the clown the clown killer oh my god robin gex leader of this cult was a subcontractor for him he worked for him once wow yes but they never linked to any of um gacy's crimes but who knows what they talked about or whatever but yeah he worked for him ew ew is correct so like i mentioned robin gex was the leader Next was a gentleman named Edward Spritzer. He oh, was 21 me? years old at the time. He did go by Eddie, actually. Ew. Yeah, I, I didn't. Kidding. I'm going to say uh, Edward the whole time because Edward. I'm not saying Eddie here. No, no. we don't stand. <laughs> so Edward Spritzer, mm-hmm. 21 at the time. Spritzer sounds so good right Doesn't now. Doesn't it? Ugh. Have you had the... Um... If you say fucking White Claws. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's a blood. Our friend Caitlin loves White Claws. Did you know that? No. Yeah, God bless her soul. That is truly horrifying. She needs help. I was going to talk about the blood orange spritzer from the Nordstrom Cafe. Have you had it? I think I tried yours one time. Oh. Because you were like, oh, you got to try it. I'm like, oh, here we go. Did you like it? Yes. 
Imagine, did he own Spitzer, Eddie Spitzer? <laughs> no. Did he come up with that? He didn't have much of going on. Okay. Just, no. Okay, after Mr. Spritzer, Ooh. we have Thomas Coco Rallis. Oh my God, have you been at Coco's? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Is there still Coco's? I think so. Mm. I don't know. I think I've been like once. They're like Marie Calendars. I, I've never been there. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Coco's. Sorry. Okay, continue. So we got Next. Spritzer, we got, we got Coco, we got the whole. We've got, yeah, the leader, Robin Getz. We have Edward Spritzer, Thomas Cocorales, and next, the youngest member of the cult and last member, Andrew Cocorales, Thomas's brother. Mm-hmm. He was 19 years old when Oof. this happened. Yeah, a child, a fetus. A young age to be yeah. getting involved with the devil. Yeah, it's, it's just a baby. Like, what do you mean? Like, the devil is 21 and older. It's not yeah, for 19 no, years old. No, he's got no time. If you can't buy a drink, no, you should not be hanging out with the I devil. I agree 100%. Embarrassing for the devil. His, like, street credit got real low right now. Yeah, you got teenagers. Oh, oh, cute. Yeah, okay, devil. Yeah, they fucking watch, like, Hannah Montana together. Oh, I'm so sorry. Not Hannah Montana. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. I, don't say Jesus. Oh, I know. I didn't even think of that. Okay. I just say payment. Oh, payment. Oh, payment. Wasn't he like one of the devil's right hand demons? Yeah. He was he like was, right? in the ninth circle of hell or something like that. That's spicy. Okay. We would be in the seventh circle. Really? Yeah. Lucky number seven. <laughs> Continue. Okay, moving on. Okay. Those are the four members of the cult. Next. Okay. In Chicago. Their target was women. Mm-hmm. There was no type of woman. It was any woman, any vulnerable woman they could kidnap, they would go after them. Shocker. So every woman in Chicago had this fear in them because every woman was a target. There was no preference of race, hair color, height, whatever. Any, If you're a woman in Chicago at this time, you were a target of this cult. So like I mentioned, Robin Gack is the leader of this cult, and he convinced these three men to commit crimes on his behalf or for him. Kind of like a Charles Manson right. vibe. That's what he's got referenced that in many articles. They said it was kind of the same thing. I just don't understand how people are finding people to do like their dirty work like that. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, shit. So in this case, he convinced them to commit these awful, disgusting crimes because he told them that by doing so, they would gain supernatural powers. Sign me the fuck up. Oh, and they believed it, too. Jesus Christ. They believed it because they believed that Gekt himself already contained these powers. So they were like, oh, yeah, I want to be like Why this guy. Why they believe that? He was doing magic? Because they felt like he had a... Uh, sense of control over them like he can control their mind he could like read their thoughts he controlled like their acts so they were kind of like dude i want that i want that too Mm -hmm. so they believed him and they thought okay i'll commit these crimes i'll get these powers i'll be like gecked we're gonna be great that's what kind of started this okay harry potter yeah harry harry potter is Mm -hmm. they said they go into hogwarts hogwarts that's they said dumbledore teach us your ways hogwarts is my favorite um house we know Side note, one time working at freaking Hot Topic, we saw a lot of, we sold a lot of Harry Potter. I'm talking a like we still work there. Jennifer is like, I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. And I made a joke. I was like, do you even know like what the four houses of Harry Potter are? And she goes, oh, yeah. Confidently goes, one, Hogwarts, two, <laughs> Gryffindor. I was like, girl, no, you already fucked up that answer. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so- sorry. So speaking of Harry Potter and houses... Gex kind of created his own little house. <laughs> okay. Good segue. A little house of horrors, if you will. Ooh. Literally house of horrors. Oof. So 
these men perform satanic rituals as a satanic cult would, you know, mm-hmm. they kind of go hand in hand, cute. They did this in Gek's attic in his home. Oh my God. That he shared with his wife and children. Love that. Love that. Like, mom, daddy's cutting up another <laughs> mouse again. Oh. And she's like, I know, sweetie. <laughs> Yeah, he did this when his wife was at work, so they didn't know what was going on in her attic. It was oh, just that sucks. Yeah, spooky kind time. Of like hereditary, just like hereditary. That's the first tie-in. Oh, cult tie-in, the attic tie-in, mm. one more tie-in later. That's the spooky tie-in, oh, the s- worst tie-in. Spook it. Yes. So in this attic, in a police report, it was described as having black crosses drawn on the wall. No, thank you. An altar with a velvet red cloth covering it oh yeah spooky and attics are like small i just no it's just nasty they got money no they oh. no <laughs> my house didn't have an attic anywho like i said it was in his attic crosses on the walls the altar and then when police first went there they found his satanic bible open to the passage he would read during his satanic rituals no oh, thank you. that he would read to the other cult members while they perform these disgusting acts on these women Ugh. Yes. And so are these women alive? In the beginning. Okay. But eventually most were murdered. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and also, oh, I forgot to mention, this cult also has, so Satan is a factor. They were also cannibals in this cult. Oh, shit. There's a little touch of cannibalism. That is the worst part of this story, I, I think. So in this attic also was the place for the cannibalism to occur. Are they cooking up the bodies, just eating them raw? It, raw, I would assume. Ew. Yeah. So I'll mention that what they did, the oh, cannibalism no. part in a second. Yeah. The <laughs> cannibals. So now I'm going to talk about the victims. Okay, let's go for it. And at the end, I'm going to mention all the wounds that they um, suffered. One specific one that's pretty graphic, just a heads up, that plays a key role in this story that makes this story like the, gives it like that, oh my God factor. It's, right. it's bad. Yeah. Okay. So their first victim um, was 28 years old. She was a woman named Linda Sutton. She was abducted on May 23rd. Her body was found 10 days later in a park. The body was mutilated and her left breast was amputated. Every one of these victims had that same amputation done to them. Really on the left breast? Yes. Wow. Keep that part in mind. Okay. Okay. So the next victim was one year, almost one year later. Her name was Lorraine Borowski. She was abducted as she was opening the realtor office that she worked for. So broad daylight. Broad daylight. These men didn't care. Like I said, it was any woman. They didn't care day, night. They just. And this was the 80s. So there's Mm -hmm. not like cell phones or. Yeah. And they had a big creeper van that was red. So. Yikes. Yes, the 80s were alive and well during the <laughs> The 80s were well, alive. Let me tell you. So we had Lorraine. May 29th was their next victim. Her first name, I'm I'm not sure if it's Sue or Shoe Mac, um, abducted from a park and her body was found four months later. Again, same wounds that our first victim had and second. Two weeks later, Angel York, she was slashed and thrown out of a van, but she was alive. Oh, man. They assumed she was dead because they cut her. Right. But she survived the attack. She was alive. Spoke to police, gave a description, but it wasn't good enough. It didn't lead to anything. Wow. So she survived, but like, like, how frustrating. Could you imagine? so annoying. I know. But don't worry. These fuckers get caught. Okay. Okay, good. You got me. Yeah. Don't worry. 
Because we had no closure last case. Yes. I tried finding his sentence. I, I couldn't. But this one has closure, but also very frustrating. And you'll, yeah. No. You'll. Okay, so two months later, um, Sandra Delaware, she was found on the bank of the Chicago River. Again, wow. same injuries. Yes. And these guys are getting around. Yes. And also, I forgot to mention, these men were convicted of six murders and are suspects in about 17 missing women at this oh time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. Wow. Con- six murders confirmed. Six to eight murders confirmed. I've heard two different numbers in different articles. Okay but potentially responsible for 17 missing women at this time. That is an insane amount That's, of women. It's disgusting. Yeah. So September 8th, Rose Davis, same injuries. She was found in an alley dead. Now, I mentioned earlier the wounds these women suffered, mm-hmm. the um, amputated left breast. Mm-hmm. Each of these women had their left breast amputated. For what? They eat them. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. Yes. Robin Gecht would take a breast and he would cut it into little pieces for each member of the cult to consume in their satanic rituals in his attic. As oh. he as he would read passages. Isn't a breast just fat? Right. I, yeah. Like, I, I you're know. doing cannibalism wrong, buddy. <laughs> like, go for some meat, some carne asada. Yeah. Put some tahine on that bitch. Like, mm. what are we doing? Tahine on flesh sounds so disgusting. It does. I couldn't think of any other spice. I'm like thinking I'm like some Taco Bell mild sauce oh or something. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, but no, none of that. He just would take a breast and cut a piece off for each member to eat in the colts. That is so they, awful. It's very, it's very awful. So, oh my God. That was that. Also, every victim's breast was kept in a box that he had in the attic. Mm. One member of the cult, I think it was Thomas Cocorales. Yes, it was Thomas Cocorales. Thomas Cocorales. He claimed that at one time in the box, he saw 15 breasts in the box. Oh my God. And even he was kind of like, whoa. He was like, buddy, I'm only down to eat like seven of them. I can't eat 15. That's just too much. Like, that's too much. That's where he draws the line. 15. And you know what I thought too was like, oh, that's what's going to like shock you. Yeah, he's like, like, oh my God. That's the part of the cult where you're like, oh, I need to bet. I can't. I'm starting to think this guy's got a fetish. Like, (laughs) right. That was the part, yeah. Fucking Tom- Thomas Cocorales. Cocorales. Your I'm last a- name is Cocorales. Like, come on. Well, I've never heard of a Cocorales. I've never heard of... Co- I, heard of I thought of, like, Uberales. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Yes. Thomas Cocorales. Thomas Cocorales. Yeah. 15 breasts. Too so 15 much. breasts in a box. And he was at, he was just like, whoa, whoa. That's a lot. <laughs> like, whoa, can we calm down? So, like I mentioned, they consumed the breasts. And also in this attic um, is where they brought women who they sexually assaulted, mutilated, and they eventually died. Ugh. And they would dump these bodies after, like I mentioned. These women that were found were right. taken to the attic first. They wow. committed awful crimes, dumped their bodies. Some alive after the crimes. They assumed they would die due to the wounds, but right. homegirl survived. Wow. So, after that portion, we get to their last victim... Miss Beverly Washington. Okay. So one month after their last crime, they attempted murder on one more woman. And that was, like I mentioned, Beverly Washington. Beverly Washington. This woman is the savior of the story. She's the one that survived and led to the capture of these four scumbags. Wow. Yes. So Beverly Washington, same thing, same wounds. They found her on a railroad track on December 6th. She survived the attack and her description of all four men and the van was good enough to lead to their arrest and capture. Wow. Yes. So she survived everything despite um, being covered in blood and cut up. She was able to like 
tell them like hey this is who did it this is right. what they were driving right because their van was red and i guess it had like a very distinct like feathers hanging from the mirror oh, okay so that was their like oh okay so we can look out for that right yeah so she gave a very detailed um description of the men so first gecht was arrested but he would remember he's the leader he's the, le- he's the leader. leader yeah but he was released due to the little evidence they had on him. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god. And things get more frustrating with him later, but we'll we'll get to that. I'm done. Yes. Okay, so next, Thomas Cocorales, one of the brothers, older one, mm-hmm. he confessed to everything. He told him about the rituals in the attic, the breasts in the boxes, everything that they did, the murders. He confessed to it all. And eventually, um, the two other men uh, confess as well. And they all turn on Robin Gecht and rat him out as the leader. They say, like, no, this dude, again, they mentioned the supernatural. He had mind yeah, control. Yeah. He made us do this. Jesus. Kind of like we were out of our, like, out of control. He made us, you know, putting right. the blame all on Robin Gecht. Yeah. <laughs> Good save, buddy. Good save, bro. Me, honestly, <laughs> if we got convicted of anything. Like, girl, I don't know. She has some bruja powers. Like, Jen made me do Jen it. Jen made me do it. I didn't want to eat them. Literally is what these men were like. Well, Robin Gek, like, <laughs> he, bro, he said do it for supernatural powers. Supernatch. Um, <laughs> Supernatch. We had a customer time in the store. The, the store was dead quiet. Music kind of like. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty low. Oh, god they have supernatural chonies and then someone else like referred to supernatural supernatch supernatch and that became like a thing in the store disgusting eric is a fan of the show i it's on the last season right did it end i feel like that show's been going on for 37 years those guys must be like 50 years old like how the fuck i've what do you mean like what what do they what is there more to do like you know they're ghost hunters i don't know I'm and it's still alive and well, but people are watching that show. I know. What? How, honestly, how many seasons of Supernatch are there? Supernatch. There are fifteen seasons. <gasps> Let's start it tonight. I'm <laughs> our next podcast. Oh, okay. oh my god. <laughs> okay, guys. So our next tra- story. We were up for two weeks. <laughs> That's insane. Yes. Okay. So back to the story of these four scumbags. All right. Supernatches. So. Now, let's discuss their sentencing. Oh, God. This part is very frustrating. I don't believe some of it. Okay, we'll start with the leader, Robin Gecht. Mm-hmm. This guy is serving 120 years for, keyword, attempted murder and rape of Beverly Washington. He was never convicted of murder. But there was dead women. Right. I guess the evidence just wasn't strong enough against him. They just thought The other women- men got murder charges, but he did not. Again, kind of like a Manson, like, oh, they did it for me. And when they were being interrogated, Robin Gecht, he denied everything. He's like, oh, that never happened. That never is. Well, Sweetie Pie, your attic shows a different story. Yeah, your box of brass tells another yes, story. It do- yes. Like, oh, hello? No, true. Yeah, he denied everything. The other three men, you know, pinned it all on him or said what really went down. He was more like, mm-mm, that. Mm. Well, he, was, he said, you know. no, ma'am, that never happened. So if you guys end up wanting to become murderers, just become cult leaders. Yeah, literally, you'll get off the easy. You'll get off the fucking. Okay, 
Next is Edward, a.k.a. Eddie Spritzer. Eddie Spritzer. Eddie Um, He is serving six life sentences plus 400 years for non-murder crimes. He's 68 years old right now. He's still serving time? Oh, yes, ma'am. He's still in jail. Good. Originally had the death penalty put against him, but in 2003, that was no longer a thing in the state of Illinois. They got rid of the death penalty. Oh, so really? now his sentence is a life sentence. But Andrew Cocorales, the younger of the two, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He got executed on March 17th, 1999. Wow. He was the last inmate executed in the state of Illinois. Wow. Isn't that wild? Iconic. Yeah. I, yeah. He <laughs> went down. Just kidding, guys. None of these fucking cult members are iconic. They don't deserve anything. He was put to death in 1999. And that leaves the last member thomas cocorales or was thomas cocorales the younger one andrew he was 19 okay. thomas 31 thomas as you remember he's the one that first um confessed to the crimes admitted everything he's the one that kind of triggered this whole that's kind of funny story. that it's also like kind of like a sibling story too yes and hereditary is also a sibling yes. story yes oh and also remember how in hereditary they cut it like with the wire uh-huh. kind of thing same thing their breasts were cut with a wire what mm-hmm like a wire from a piano, they said, and they would just like... Not the piano. Anywho, back to Thomas Cocorales. He's a free man, y'all. No. He's out. Yes, he's out on parole. How'd he get out? Well, here's the story. What he doing? Who's okay. his lawyer? So, he was convicted of murder, originally given a life sentence instead of death due to his confession. He's the one that led right. to, you know, the others confessing. Right. right. But his life sentence was commuted, which means he was given less time. And he was set to be released on September 30th, 2017. Oof. But he was denied. Oh. But instead, he was released not long ago, March 29th, 2019. He's oh currently God. on parole. He's out. He's a free man. He is. He lives at Wayside Cross Ministries in Aurora, Illinois. It's a shelter and recovery center for men. And one of the men that run this center were like, oh, he's the perfect person for this place. He needs this kind of place. So, you know, he needs prison. He, need, he needs some milk. Put him in solitary. Like, he does not need help like this. Like, don't be so kind to out. murderers no. and rapists. Like, he did what he did, and he deserves to be punished for it. Like, he did disgusting. Ha- like, no. He needs to be hit by a pole and get his head chopped I, off. Yes, 100%. So people in this, um, in Aurora, Illinois, they're they're upset. Are there they like riots and shit? They were outside the building protesting this. And there was an interview with this with Thomas Cocorales. He was saying like, oh, everyone, people think I'm a monster. I you wonder are why. a monster. Correct. He is a monster. So he's out on parole. Wow. Yay. And that is the story of the Chicago rippers that is isn't that so frustrating so annoying yeah it's frustrating i know it's so annoying it's so frustrating (laughs) but that's that well i am so sorry to hear that but beverly washington beverly washington girl is she still alive do we know i don't know to be honest i want to say yes but i I could be wrong but i mean good for her man yeah good for her private attack off these four men behind bars or fools yep and that's the story of them well, that was great. That was uh, that was a really spooky story. Thank you. Spooky crime. As always on the Nightmares and Chill podcast, we like to end it kind of like on a brighter note, on a yes. kind of more fun thing. Yes. I don't have a quiz like last time. Thank God, because I because bombed that. Jennifer bombed. <laughs> Do you guys remember the beginning of the podcast where she's like, Scream's my favorite scary movie. And I'm like, girl, where? <laughs> what part? Um, so I just have some fun facts. Well, as, no. And by fun, I mean maybe not so fun. But trivia. 
Kind of. Did you know that the iconic decapitation scene is based on a true story? Oh, stop. Ew. It is in Marietta, Georgia. A drunk driver who veered off the road and decapitated a friend who had leaned his head out a window was sentenced to five years in prison. Oh, my God. Five years. That's all he got. Yeah, you, you know what? If it's an accident, yeah. there's no alcohol or drugs involved. Well, he but he he what? There was alcohol involved. Oh, he was he was right, drunk. He mind. was drunk driving. Never mind. Scratch that. Most John, of the time, did you know, if you're not drunk or high, it's mostly uh just a fine. Isn't that sad? That is sad. Yeah. I Continue, mean, like sorry. it's you know, I get it's an accident, right. but like you took someone's life. Right. Anywho, we won't get into politics like that. No, no, thank you. Not yet. But John Kemper Hutcherson, 21, pleaded guilty to uh, vehicular homicide in the death of Frankie Brom, who was 23, whose head was severed when the truck grazed a telephone pole. Wow. The two were on the way home from a bar after a night of drinking, and he thought he was going to be sick, so he stuck his head out the window. Oh, this is the creepy part. Police said Hutcherson was unaware of the decapitation and drove more than 10 miles to his (gasps) parents' home, went inside, and fell asleep with the headless body still in the truck. Wow. Very... Tony Collette. Wow. A neighbor discovered the body the next morning. Oh, my God. That's fuck. Can you imagine? No. So not as fun of a fact, wow. but, it was. you know, I thought it was pretty That's interesting. I had no idea. Wild. Me either. Wow. This had me laughing for about 10 minutes. Oh, God. Okay. I think Yay. it is so funny because. Okay. <laughs> Dad, hold up. <laughs> hold on, you guys. It's it's great. So. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is you have. It's so funny. Oh my god! Shut up! You're so annoying. So the trailer for Hereditary played before the PG-rated family film Peter Rabbit. Yes, you know what I read about this in a cinema in Western Australia, according to a report in the Sydney Morning Herald. The Hereditary preview was accidentally shown to family audiences and created a small panic in the theater. Can you fucking imagine? Aww, You're taking your like, little aww. nephew to see fucking. Peter Rabbit, and then you just see the hereditary trailer. That's so sad. I laughed about this for 10 minutes. They're like, where's Peter? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Aww. Oh, and the theater was apparently full of families, including at least 40 children. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. So funny. So just be careful, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're out there wilding, playing the hereditary trailer before Peter Rabbit. There's no way that was an accident. I don't think There was some so. little shit 16-year-old. It's like um in Fight Club when he would put clips of porn in yeah. movies. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. What a little fucker. Good for that guy, <laughs> though. That sounds hilarious. He was fired. Oh, man. Rather, is that I conjured up myself. Um, they're short and simple because I just was like, we need to leave on a funny note. Love that. Let's do it quickly. Go, go, go. Would you rather be possessed by the demon payment or have a peanut allergy? Oh. It's a tough one. Peanut allergy. Really? But Reese's Pieces. Oh, but no more peanut butter. No more peanut butter. Payment. Payment. That's what I'm saying. Payment. That's go. what I chose to. Easy go. Would you rather fall out of a treehouse while your possessed headless mother is chasing you or burn to death due to your significant other burning an evil book. Fall out of the damn treehouse. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. You go quicker. Yes. You're gone. You're and done. you're not burning. I hate heat. Like, I hate just being, like, right. I'm never cold, so right. that's not fun to me. Right. Would you rather sleep in a treehouse or sleep in a lavish bedroom, but your dead mama is creepily chilling in the corner? Lavish bedroom. Really? I can get over that. 
I cannot. Just look away. I can love my mom, but. I'd be like, mom, tomorrow I'm going to sleep. My mom going to be asking me questions. <laughs> She's going to be like, I don't know how to turn on the TV in heaven. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> go ask Jesus or Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln? Michael Jackson's there too. Ask him. He is probably not in heaven. <laughs> We're not gonna go there, but next question. <laughs> Would you rather have Joan as your bestie Ooh. or Charlie as your bestie? Oh, dude, Joan. Really? But Charlie's Bring got all... on the seance. I guess that's true. But Charlie's but Charlie always got candy. Talk. You're just like. Like, That's what am I supposed to do with that? My perfect best friend. All I do is talk, and all she does is feed me chocolate. Oh, yeah. And she's making me some weird-ass toys. Yeah, you're right. So Charlie's my bestie. You can have Joan. Okay, that's fine. But Joan would be a good best friend. She's, like, making arts and crafts with you yeah, and, be, like, summoning. We'd be great. I can actually see it. And finally, oh, you know what? I already asked you this question that's earlier. Fine. What? I was going to say, would you contact anybody from the dead? Oh, and yeah. And we, we already discussed, discussed it. Wow. Well, guys, that was another fun episode that's it of nightmares and chill we want to thank you so much for listening thank you you can find me at disnerd eddie on instagram twitter all that good stuff jennifer where can they find you sleeping <sighs> at nightmares and chill at jennifer x paroles on instagram at mcdonald's you can definitely find jennifer at mcdonald's and then you can also follow us on twitter at nightmares chill if you have any questions, you can email us at nightmaresandchillpodcast at gmail.com. Anything, any last words? I think that's it. We're we're done. We're good. Thank you, guys. Number two is done. 